Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Hello, and I'm Tyler Williams. Welcome, Tyler. Pleasure. I say this to everyone. I love the fact that people are willing to take time out of their busy schedules to sit down and talk with me. Um, in actuality, they're all talking to the audience, <laughs> but I think that's cool. Uh, Tyler Williams is, I'm going to say, a musician extraordinaire, partly based on what I've heard you talking about doing and what I can see in the video frame behind you, and also a podcaster. Um, call uh, your podcast is titled Hear Me Pod. And on one hand, I kind of want to go with like, that's a neat, that's a neat title. But we have these little pre-discussions and we were talking about audience. And as soon as you said the A word, my first thought was, ooh, I wonder what the differences are between the the concept of audience. So when we're recording podcasts, even if we have a guest, the, the audience is nowhere to be found. Um, and that might be similar. It was like, I'm wondering, is that similar to when you record in a studio where maybe it's even worse, it's just you and the and an audio track of like the bass or something, you know, the bass something so you can keep time or whatever. Um, and combined with, you know, like part of my question, what about in a live situation where you have an actual audience? So anything jump out at you about those three really completely different ways of performing uh, on a mic, you know, in a podcast, in a studio, and then maybe live, anything jump out at you about those three different ways of doing performance? Well, it's interesting, Craig. The, the, the cool thing about live is you are just in the moment and you're reacting to things. Maybe some douchebags coming to spill a beer on me while I'm trying to <laughs> tune my bass or something. Uh, and you have to just like, okay, I'm not going to play those notes, but I'll come back on the bridge after I wipe it off <laughs> and wipe off the strings and <laughs> make sure I don't slip. But I love the recording setting, whether it's music or podcasting and being in a studio. I mean, this, this is kind of a makeshift, uh, it's an office I'm using now. I've got a couple pillows behind the computer to help with the sound a little bit. And I do like the intimacy of, of recording a podcast or talking to someone over a nice microphone. And right. it reminds, I've been thinking about audience a lot lately and let me just, um, oops. Yeah. And, and how, you know, well, how, well, how the hell did I get into this? You know, into podcasting, I was a DJ in college <laughs> and it was a lot of fun. I, I had a program where it was like any kind of music I wanted. And it was like probably at two in the morning or something, but I would have some jazz. I'd have some classical, I'd have, you know, funk grunge was really big in the, in the nineties in Seattle kind of dates myself, I guess. <laughs> Whoops. But I freaking, I loved that stuff. I loved just coming up with a show and then as the song's fading out you talk over it and that's actually that's actually how i do my intro my out intros and outros for my show is i actually play it and just kind of talk over it kind of like like pretending it's live even though it's recording so anyway those are a couple thoughts on things like so that. do you find that it's difficult to draw in like if the audience is not present how, where do we find the energy to it, um uh what is the word emote so when, if you're trying to like track an outro it it can't be like oh, that was great i was bob played music okay you're out of here you know like it kind of <laughs> needs to be like man every time i hear that track i love it anyway that was you know bob so-and-so or like or whatever um where do you have you ever consciously thought about where do you get the energy to to like rise to the occasion every time you do that one of those tracks yeah it's interesting i i guess i kind of hone in on what's being said 
as far as the podcasting tracks, yeah. Like if a guest is like my last one today, I, I just published this morning, actually, Angela Chan, and she's just kind of laughing at the end. And the way I, w- I, I stopped the recording a little too early. I wish it, I would have kept some more laughter. So I had to do kind of a fade and then just kind of, yeah, that was great. huh? And, and it was, you know, a couple of takes, but it, it was a, it was a fun interview and yeah, I'm sure it's going to be more difficult with certain people. Like, like you said, yeah. And that was Bob. So <laughs> time to go home now. Maybe those should go on the floor. I, I, I read an article about somebody who is some, some big well-known podcast. I forget which one. Yeah. And they said that they were, they were throwing one out of five on the floor, like one out of every five, like they do the whole interview all the way through press stop. That was great, but not good enough. And then it goes on the cutting room floor and they're not releasing those just because they don't rise to the level of, of, um, of what they wanted, not so much what they wanted the show to be, but the point they were making was that like, and even I've said this, we don't need any more episodes. <laughs> we do not need to hear Craig talk to anybody ever again. We got millions of these things. So don't make one unless you have a reason for making it. So he put their point was, was like, well, that one was good, but we didn't need to see the light of day. So like, let's only put out the really, really good ones. Um, and I, I think there's th- that as podcasters, we're doing the right thing by thinking about our audience. Like what would the, what would the outro really be? Like what's the appropriate one for this episode? How do I write? Because we spend tons of time. How do we write a title for an episode show? What's the description for our whole, you know, show itself and, and all these things we put all this time into and, and you're operating in an echo chamber. No, you get almost no feedback. Right. And you and I had mentioned at the beginning, you were talking about the experience of the end consumer of the podcast show and what what it's like because we've all done this what it's like to like what would be the story that would make them press play on my episode number 11 like how what is that experience for those people so i'm wondering like what your thoughts are on things that you do after having thought about what those we'll call those vanilla never never seen your show. They don't know anything about you. It's like, you know, virgin territory people, uh, anything that you've done or thought about differently, having tried to put yourself in that vanilla person's shoes. Yeah. I have been thinking about this a lot lately, Craig. It's, um, the, what is a person going to search for? What's the, I hate to use that word keyword, you know, or something like that. But a lot of, a lot of the podcasts I really enjoy kind of weekly or they have some sort of value to them. There might be like a, you know, I'm really into like this one called the Mac power users and they talk about tips for your Apple devices and things like that. And there's always two or three things I jot down and learn Mm -hmm. from that episode. And that's kind of, I was really focused on that concept when I started back in uh, pod seven where you and I met. And I thought that's what I should be doing. Every, every episode should have these three tips so that no matter who listens to it, they're going to get something out of it. And, you know, I was, I was focused on my mom listening to it. And she's like, <laughs> she hates her computer. Like, <laughs> my mom hates. unsubscribed from yeah. my show. Oh, she did? That's, <laughs> yeah. she that's gave up hilarious. In the thir- she gave up in the 30s. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. Anyway, that's, sorry. That's, fu- that's kind of funny. But, uh, well. It's harsh. <laughs> sorry. I hope you... You guys still have dinners together once in a while or something, but <laughs> we do. We don't talk about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I derailed your train of thought. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, 
but I was really focused on that whole, you know, I've got to have these things and, and I'll, I'll put it in my weekly blog and it's in mm. an email. You can click on these, these three hard facts that will help you through the day with your, your, your updating your, your apps and things like that, whatever it is. And then, then I had just started having fun with some interviews and it just started turning into like conversations with musician friends. And we, we would dabble on the tech stuff and that's always going to be there. But now I'm like rethinking it a few months later as I think I do want to have some sort of consistency with a tip or two with each episode. Maybe it's at the end of the episode because I think that really helps a stranger to the podcast where they say, oh, wow, there's something I kind of learned at the end that I didn't know anything about. Hmm. And, and I know that you can't just do that very succinctly every every episode yeah, or whatever that out. Yeah, we're gonna yeah, like, this down every time it works perfectly not exactly but uh it's been it's been interesting to just kind of I'm, I'm thinking of like even my title hear me pod it's it's h-e-a-r instead of h-e-r-e and because it's like i think you could hear it both ways and but once you see the the logo with my upright bass it's like a silhouette and they're, oh, this is a music podcast. That's all he's going to talk about is music. And so I don't know. My my identity is getting stirred up and thrown around again. And it's kind of, it's kind of fun, actually. It's exciting to to rethink it as more of a a value added type podcast, if that makes sense. I've often wondered about we're we're all, and I'm, I'm, this might be a false dichotomy, but we all seem to be forced into deciding okay, should my artwork be like attractive in the sense that somebody who knows no, no clue what the show is, they're going to like, Ooh, what's that? You know, like, are they going to click on it for the artistic visual part of it? Or is my artwork supposed to be branding? And of course the designers of the world are about to hit me over the head, go, it can do both. I'm like, great. You want to work for five bucks? Like it doesn't happen. So we're like forced to choose the artwork. We're forced to choose with the title of our show. Like Moore's right. mindset is really vague, but it fits what I'm doing as opposed to being the really clear thing that people want to click on. And, and every one of our episode titles, you know, we, the Royal, we, every one of all of our episode titles, it's like, yeah, should it be explanatory for people who know what the deal is, or should it just be like buzzword worthy that it shows up in searches and our descriptions and our episode notes, everything is like that. And I, in a way I get sick and tired of bouncing back and forth between, well, what would be the right title for the people that I know are listening to my show? What would be the right title for the people that might stumble upon it? Um, mm -hmm. So I don't know if you have any thoughts or if you have any insights into, you know, how, like if you're forced to say, craft a title for episode 14, like, what do you draw upon to decide what makes the cut for being in a title? Hmm, interesting. Because my current set of titles are just names of the person I'm interviewing, which is, which works. I and do it's that. And there's, you know, maybe a little description in the show notes of what they do and where they're from. But having re rethinking some of this concept of, of what it's about and who's it for. I've been thinking about, I could do a few hosts on my episodes. I could switch it up. There's a, there's a podcast I really enjoy called the working musician podcast. I think it is the work. Anyway, pretty cool logo. It looks like one of those um, road work signs mm. and it just says the working musician <laughs> instead of a shovel. It's a guy with a bass or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he recently, um, he recently did that where, um, he usually has a guest, but then there's been a couple where he just, he's, he was talking about like, um, music licensing. 
and royalties and how confusing it is with with streaming and 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 stuff like that and it was a short episode maybe 12 13 minutes and it was great and i was just like i was like i just and after i stopped listening to it he's he's got a, a couple hundred episodes now i was like oh he didn't have a guest it was like it, it, it took me to the end of the episode to go really long have a show. <laughs> right <laughs> And I think like, you know, I know a lot of people, they have like two hot podcasts. They might have one featuring guests and then they might have one that's a host on mic style. And then I was just thinking, well, I guess I can do both on the same podcast. I don't have to create a new podcast and a new website and all that. And I think just having that freedom of thought to do that is is pretty cool. And I didn't have that a few months ago. I, I thought, oh, I have to have. Because there's so many people, I mean, you included, that we really just you have your shit together so well, and it's like and I'm going Let me pivot my camera so you can see how not together. My, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I know what you mean. It looks like I should know what I'm doing. Yes. No, you've been you've been great, and, and I mean, it's just it's so inspiring, and then intimidating too. And it's I know you're not trying to intimidate me, but it's like I click on some of your stuff, and I'm like. Okay, I'm gonna go for a walk. This is I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't, I can't catch up to this this guy. But it's 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 always all, somebody in front of you. It's always somebody like if I'm doing episode twelve, there's fourteen out there. There's always people ahead. Yes, and you're. I mean, you're and you're very humble, and I appreciate that. And I think you said something on another chat we were on where you just said, "I've been doing this for a while, guys," and I and it was just like, "Oh yeah." Okay, thanks. <laughs> I needed to hear that. Yeah. Not my first day on the rodeo. Not the first mm-hmm. microphone I've spit on, for crying out loud. <clears throat> Get that Lysol yeah. spray. <laughs> this this episode is brought to you by Lysol. No, it's not. I hate commercials. I, I don't do want to put commercials in my stuff. That's a whole other thing about... Oh, anyway. Um, yeah. We can talk about that, too. That's that's an interesting... That's it. I... I I would love to touch on that. Like anchor, yeah, go wherever you want to go. The, the Spotify freebie thing seems yeah. a little like they're pushing advertising, right? Is that yeah. that kind of their game? Yeah, yeah. I, I guess. Um, so I'm, I'm not a musician by trade or even by, you know, attempted smacking on keys or anything. And, <laughs> But I, I have read the licensing agreements, you know, so like my, my, I have several podcasts and the biggest one is Movers Mindset and it's not available on Spotify because I read the license. And one of the items that everybody ignores is the non-revocable in perpetuity license to create derivative works. Wait, what? I'm like, excuse me. That's basically, you get to have my stuff. That's literally what that says. And I'm wow. like, um, yeah, I don't care if that, maybe every record label in the world has that same clause in there. I don't know. But I'm like, no, I'm, I'm spending non-trivial amounts of money making that particular show, traveling all over the place, working really hard. And well, I didn't set out to try and make a buck. So if people can't hear it on Spotify, does that really matter? I mean, the people who really want to hear it. So you know, we mentioned before about how do people find your show? Right. I personally believe the show that I'm creating, th- this one that you and I are literally doing is actually very different. But for Mover's Mindset, people find a specific episode. They're looking for, because it's like a hundred different human beings. They're looking for a particular person and they find that one person and they go, who's this Craig guy? Shut up and get to the part where the other person talks. And that's what they want to hear. And that's great. That's what it's supposed to do. Right. So it, they find it. They, they don't go like, oh, it's not as bad as that. They're just like, I got it. Press play. Like that's that to me, that's what's awesome about podcasting is the medium is still so open in terms of like internet interoperability. So 
I tend to, uh, for, for that big show, I tend to ignore the audience and just focus on, well, what, what's the best thing I can create with Tyler today? Like what, what can we talk about? And I know there are people who will be interested in listening to us talk about audience. So I'm not going to worry about, can I get an ad in it? Or can I get it in this? I, did I put this show on Spotify? I think I put this show on Spotify. <laughs> That's like, funny. I can't remember. Well, I was like, yeah, but the point of this is it's small and it's lightweight and the conversations are much more off the cuff and we're not editing them. So yeah. Yeah. That's right off on a tangent. No, that's cool. I mean, yeah, you would, you wouldn't want to, if you spent like eight months in Europe researching and doing like a, a 12 episode <laughs> presentation, I'm going to put spend, it on Spotify. Eight days in London, but no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I understand that though. And I'm, I mean, I'm all about that, like making sure you understand the rights yeah. you have with your well, material. And, and what did you go into this for? You know, like if you're just on a podcast for fun, then yeah, whatever. You're like, Spotify's not going to steal your work. Right. Um, but yeah. But yeah, getting back to the audience though, yeah, it's very interesting when you do like a Google search for a topic and then there is a podcast that comes up with that subject you're you want to learn about or something yeah. and then you just click on that and, oh. have you had any surprises with audience i'm sure if i asked that in the context of live shows <laughs> yes but have you had any have you any surprises related to audience around your podcast how how long uh, have you been podcasting so that's like over a year now if you were in pod seven right um it's actually it's been about five months yeah it's pod seven was in in i can't uh, remember February, I think we started or I, yeah. And then I published a couple episodes and took a couple months off and then, yeah, I'm just getting so back into it. Six, six months to a year. And yeah. have, have you been surprised like, uh, like things out of the back catalog, you know, like, Oh, I'm working on episode 17 and somebody from who just heard episode two for the first time somehow interacted with you. Like any, any, like those long distance, long tail surprises. Not too many. Um, I, once in a while I'll get an email like, well, I'll talk about my mom again. She, she actually said, uh, she's like, I really enjoyed that last episode. And, and I spent a long time editing it. It was our episode two episodes ago. I think it was anyway, she, she, she was just catching up on some, some of my episodes recently. She said, I really enjoyed that episode. And I was like, um, I was like that. She said it was her favorite. And I was like, how could that be your favorite? Cause I, I, I enjoyed these other two or three much more than that one. Yeah. And it was interesting that she said that. Cause I was like, well, what did she like about it? Cause I had to really edit that one a lot because we were having a lot of technical issues with zoom and delays and, hmm. and bleeps and blurps, you know, but it was the content's great and it was a wonderful conversation. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting though to, to hear from, older friends or people from all over the world that do pick up an older episode and say, Hey, I didn't, didn't know you interviewed that guy or that girl. And that's really cool. And yeah, so that's, nice that is exciting honest. to think about for the, yeah. Do you, um, when you're talking with someone, I always like to use the word conversation. So you're having a conversation with someone that you're recording. Are you yeah. thinking about imaginary audience members in real time? Do you try and juggle that as you're talking? I am now a little bit more, where I'm just like, okay, if I say this thing, am I giving enough context? That's, mm -hmm. that's really hangs me up sometimes. And I try to put things in the show notes. Oh, by the way, the, the reference of this weird gag is here. And here's a link to that <laughs> silly thing we did. And, and, but it's always like, 
it's it's something you're just wanting because right now I know it's mainly friends and family, and they know most of the people know each other that that I'm interviewing, and so but moving forward, I do want to think about that more deliberately, where it's like, yes, this is a person that's like this, and it's clear, and I I have it clearly laid out in the intro, and here you go, Hmm. but. I'm thinking about introductions of guests and episode text that you write. So I, I tell everybody on this particular show, this is a street racer. There's no doors. There's no seatbelts. I'm mean, like, there's nothing. Um, but Mover's Mindset is massively overproduced the other way. We write a very particular type of summary of the episode. We have a hook sentence that's specially crafted dead last. The last thing we do, there's a sent, there's a biography of each guest, which the guest reviews in advance. And we like co-create that as like this massive amount of work to make like, I don't know, it's about 150 words of, of labor of love. And then I use that, I read that in as the introduction. And I'm, I'm just wondering, do you put a lot of effort into crafting like the introductions that you're tracking or is it just, okay, I really need three items. So you're, you're just more like trying to hit a checklist or, or do you like get lost in the rabbit hole of how do I how do I put a bow on this episode so that when people find it, it looks perfectly packaged? I don't give it much thought. Actually, I give maybe maybe two or three points at the beginning for an intro and just, here you go. Hope you want it. Hope you want to listen. Hope you <laughs> don't push stop yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the gong show. There's a dated reference. Don't oh push. Oh, oh well. Don't all right, Tyler. Me. Well, um, hopefully people haven't pressed stop and they've heard us all the way to the end. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a pleasure to get a chance to talk to you. Um, I know I've seen you around. I'll be seeing you around again. It's always fun. Um, but I'm glad we finally got a chance to record and co-create something. So thank you very much for talking about audience. Thank you, Craig. This was a lot of fun.